Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the Legion of Raw. I'm here with the man, the bro, the bro man. There it is right there. Pumping iron, ladies and gentlemen, ready to rock and roll. He is former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, former WWE head writer, Vince Russo. How are you, my man? What is going on, Dr. Chris? What's happening, man? Uh, it's another uh, episode of Raw. And, Just another uh, Manic Monday, bro. Yeah. Just another Manic Monday. Monday. Oh, oh, I wish you a Sunday. Oh, oh, oh. Cause that's my fun day. Oh, oh. another Manic Monday. Very nice, Dr. Chris. Yes, indeed. Vince, what are your thoughts on Raw, man? Bro, just it, it, same show as last week. All, 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 all these shows are the same, bro. They're just all the same. They're they're just all the same. We had Monday Night Football this week. We got a very close game between the Jets and the Bills. Yeah, and this is what they churn out. Yeah, man. We got a return. That was the Monday Night Football uh, competition was a return uh, from Nia Jax that we'll talk about at the end there. Uh, it looks like she might have went off script a little bit at the end. We'll talk about that uh, with the with the uh, the combination slaps. Of, uh, yeah, the, uh, the paintbrush gimmick. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Huh, yeah, interesting. We'll talk about that. So we start with, uh, uh, actually, we got uh, John Gonzalez. 499 Super Chat. Hello, Dr. Chris and Vince Russo. On Saturday, I attended a WWE live event at Nassau Coliseum, which they built as Saturday night's main event. Any favorite moments of Nassau Coliseum, Vince? Oh, God, bro. I spent my whole upbringing at the Nassau Coliseum, man. That was my go-to arena as a kid growing up, man. I was a big uh, New York Nets fan. I saw Dr. J play at the Coliseum Mm. many, many times. Went to some concerts when I was a kid, man. I remember seeing Stevie Wonder in the Nassau Coliseum, Beach Boys, Chicago. I mean, you name it. Um, yeah, bro, that was definitely home away from home for me, man. Very nice. Very nice. Good stuff. We start with Jay Uso, uh, cutting an in-ring promo. It's interrupted by Kevin Owens. Um, we do the same type of gimmick with, um, with, with Kevin Owens as we did with Jay Uso. I mean, with Sami Zayn, but Kevin Owens isn't as embraceive as Sami Zayn. Judgment Day interrupts. And then we get into a tag match with uh, Finn and Priest defeating KO and Uso Vince. Bro, you know what the problem is? Here, here's the problem. First of all, bro, I guess it was Sammy's turn to miss this week. We, we yes. talked about this last week. I don't, I don't get this, bro. I, I don't get this. You're yeah. either on the show or you're not on the yeah. show. I, I, I don't get this. Bro, here's, here's the problem with this entire angle. Here's the problem. Jay Uso just went through hell to finally get out of the bloodline. He went through hell to get his independence. So what, bro? Now he's going to go over to Raw and join Judgment Day? Like, it it makes (laughs) zero sense, bro. They're, They're so reaching for straws, man. The whole story was he wanted to get out of, 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 um, 
the bloodline and be his own man and he and he achieved that yeah and what bro now now we're supposed to believe he's going to join the bloodline it's just it's so weak bro on so many freaking (laughs) levels man so you're listening to this podcast maybe you want to make a podcast of your own well spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer so no matter what your setup is like you can start creating today then you can distribute your podcast direct to spotify everywhere else podcasts are heard as well video podcasts are also available on spotify And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. We got John Gonzalez, 499 Super Chat. One of my favorite moments of Nassau was when the one and only Vince Russo won the WCW world title in Nassau on Nitro. I did against Booker T. Beat, whooped his butt, man. Ooh, ooh the little man. post, man, man. Yes, indeed. We got Pete Paccio with one ninety nine. Thank you, Pete. Nothing to say. Just want to support the show. Thank you as always, Pete. Uh, fan of the show. Thank you very much. We got Ko arguing with uh, Jay backstage because he accidentally kicked him, which caused uh, the team to lose. We already got a loss by Jay Uso coming on Raw. Bro, there's no intrigue here because you know it was an accidental kick because of what I just said. Okay, bro, he's not joining the bloodline, the the uh whatever they're called. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. <laughs> the no, judgment every, line. Everybody <laughs> knows he's not joining Judgment Day because it wouldn't make any sense. Therefore, the kick was an accident. So all of this nonsense yeah. is for naught. Yeah. Uh, we got KO, uh, we got to the Miz defending Akira Tozawa. Three, uh, finishers. He really wanted to get the heat, get, uh, setting up against another match against LA Knight on SmackDown. Bro, who, who, you, like I said, bro, you got the Bills and the Jets on Monday night. Who, who's watching this match? Like seriously, bro, who is watching this match? Yeah, seems like they're just trying to get heat on the Miz, but, uh, I mean, yeah, that's it's a bit of a desperation in trying to get heat with Miz beating Akira Tozawa out of anybody. So he wanted to do two more finishers just to be sure that he gets more heat for yeah. for Illinois. Whoopee. Yeah, whoopee. <laughs> Raquel Rodriguez cutting a backstage promo. <clears throat> bad, bad wrestling promo, bro. Just mm-hmm. a, this, this is her memorizing a promo, making sure she gets everything in. So she sounds like every other wrestler and we aren't getting any personality whatsoever out of uh, Raquel Rodriguez. None. Not, not her fault, bro. I'm not blaming it on her. I like her. I think she has a good look, but they're giving her a wrestling promo, yeah. so we are not seeing anything. Bro, the most we're seeing out of her personality is her shooting that back pose. Yeah. Like, li- literally, that that's the most we're seeing from her. I like Raquel. I've told you that before, man. I, I'm high on Raquel Rodriguez, man. It just... 
Doesn't seem like the fans connect with her. Why, why do you think that's the case? Because they're not giving them nothing to connect to, man. Yes, yeah. You, you got to give them something to connect to. It's sad to sad to see, man. It really is sad, sad to see, and and I I feel bad a lot of times because I'm not coming down on her. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not they're not putting any meat on that bone, bro. Yeah, yeah. Not really developing her character as strongly as they should. So. We got Shannon Baszler cutting the backstage interview, interrupted by Chelsea Green. Tries to recruit Baszler as a uh, a championship partner, but uh, Baszler says, hey, let's just do a match instead. She turns around. Piper Niven's back. She's cleared uh, from medical. So there you go. She snatches the title back. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Green to me. See, now she's entertaining. Chelsea Green is entertaining. The dude in Imperium uh, is entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. Which one is that again? Ludwig Kaiser. Yeah, Lu- I like he's, him. Yeah. He's entertaining. Yeah, his you know, face, he has really good facials. Yeah, bro. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. But I, you know, like I said, Chris, the curse is they're all afraid to go off script, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with you know, thing is with Green is that uh, it just seems like she wants to be a um, a yes woman because she had so many chances that just didn't work, and she just and she got let go and she came back, so she doesn't want to like you know rock the boat too much because you know she's probably going to be on the chopping block again if she does rock the boat. So it seems yeah. like that's where she is mentally. Yeah. Um, we get. Gunther with Imperium, the IC title celebration. It's interrupted by Chad Gable. Uh, and then back and forth with Gunther and joined by Imperium. Gets uh, Otis comes out, gets a little bit of offense. They get outnumbered. And then Tommaso Ciampa out of nowhere comes out to defend the Alpha Academy events. Bro, this was a weird promo, Chris, because, listen, man, you and I are both fathers, you are still raising kids. My kids are long, long gone out of the house. But Gable has heat, and he claims that you caused my daughter to cry. And it's like, yeah, bro, he caused your daughter to cry because he beat you. Yeah. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? He didn't do anything to your daughter. He yeah. beat you. So. Yeah. Did did he did Gunther really cause your daughter to cry, or did you or losing yeah. <laughs> cause you, like some some of these things, bro? I swear it's like they're reaching for anything, yeah, but yeah. they don't think the things through because when you think them through, they don't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Because essentially, if you follow the logic, it, it would be you caused my daughter to cry. You should have let me won. I mean, like that's essentially what exactly, the exactly is. bro. Like you know, like if a if a if a kicker, you know, kicks a, a field goal in overtime, yeah, and you know the the you know the quarterback's daughter cried because she <laughs> lost. Like that's on the kicker. Yeah, you should have missed the field goal. Right. Look at my daughter yeah, over there. Look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Like, is it, like are they bouncing things off of each other just to see what makes sense and what doesn't? Yeah. I think that's the problem. They probably don't. We got Pete once again, 199 Super Chat. Absolutely, Pete. All these matches are so predictable, man. Not going to get an argument from me, my friend. Yes, indeed. Uh, We get uh, earlier today, Drew McIntyre and Xavier Woods. They go back and 
back and forth um, about the Kofi thing and what's been going on over the weeks. What do you think the payoff to this is, Vince? But again, bro, th- 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 Drew's jealous of Kofi because he won his title in front of people. And Drew, like, th- this is so ridiculous. They are looking for, bro, right before we, we had Ciampa getting involved in that sixth win. That has nothing to, to do anything with the story. Ciampa came out of nowhere. But, oh, bro, Pierce told me. Pierce yeah. told me, bro, you know, you want to do something, do something. Okay. Then we come here, and and the, the reason for this match is because Kofi won his title in front of people. This This is, like, just so ridiculous, bro. I don't, I don't know what the outcome is. I don't know who I'm supposed to care about, why I'm supposed to care about them. I, I, I'm a big fan of Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre could be a movie star. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drew McIntyre has everything in the world going for him, but th- there's no reason to care about whatever they're trying to do here. Yeah, I mean, I think Drew is grossly underbooked, man. I just, I mean, it's just a weird spot they have him in. You know, even if they, even if this is leading to a heel turn by Drew, man, I mean, just, just bring it on already. Cause this, this slow burn is just, uh, I mean, like you, you got to bring some, some thrust to the, to the heel turn. If it just keeps dragging on, people are just going to be like, all right, enough already. Just come on and do it. And now he's kind of, he kind of, Played the heel ish, you know, cause he went against Xavier this week and now Jay's a baby face. He's one of the top baby faces and now he's got a match against Jay. So why are you, if you're trying to turn him heel, why are you doing two matches against baby faces week after week? Like that just takes a lot of luster away from the turn, man. It's not going to make it seem big at all. Bro, there's no, there's, there's, there's just nothing here. That is making any sense, man. Yeah. There's, there's no clear roads. There's no clear payoffs. There's mm-hmm. no clear direction. I swear, bro. It just, I'm watching this whole show and it's like they're just pulling stuff out of midair. Yeah. And that's just, that's the sad part because, you know, I talk about continuity and connecting the dots all the time, you know, and this, it's a three hour show. You have an opportunity to connect the dots, but mm-hmm. it just, it's just pieces all over the place. That's know? exactly what it felt like. It felt like this show was just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I felt that. Um, we get uh, Alpha Academy to Muscle Champica in the backstage promo. Then we get the Drew McIntyre and Xavier Woods match. Uh, the match itself was good. Um, but, uh, again, you know, Drew beats Xavier, and he, and he said it didn't have to be like this. And I'm just like, eh, I mean, what? I don't know. I mean, again, what's the payoff here, man? That's give give me give me some. My, my here's my thing, Vince. When I when I see this stuff, I'm like, okay, give me possible points of interest when it comes to the payoffs of this. Like, if I'm watching if I'm watching a movie, if I'm watching an episodic television show, if I'm watching that, I'm theorizing and I'm getting, I'm anticipating potential payoffs. Now, that should be the same type of formatting when it comes to these stories, but if I'm not excited about a payoff, why am I interested? That's that's the thing, bro. It's like we're asking ourselves the question, like, what is the payoff? But here's the problem. 
we don't really care. Yeah, exactly. You, you know what, bro? Serious. And I'm yeah. being honest. And like I said, guys, I'm not. This isn't about the people on this show. This is about the show. Yeah. I want everybody to understand that Drew McIntyre is not involved in the writing of this show. Correct. Xavier Woods is not involved in the writing of this show. They're all doing what they're being told to do. But it's like you said, Chris, it's like it's all over the place. And, and the one thing, like, like I said, bro, the, the, the main, the main angle is Jay Uso's new to Raw. Who are his friends? Who are his enemies? Is he going to jo- join Judgment Day? Well, we already know the answer to that is right. no. Right. And because the answer to that is no means he did accidentally kick Kevin Owens. So there's nothing for us to cling on to here, yeah, bro. I'm, I mean, bro, I'm, I'm watching the Attitude Area. You know, bro, I review it every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we're going into the pay-per-view where, you know, dude love has gone corporate. So he's facing Austin for the title mm-hmm. and like, you know, Vince is the referee, Patterson's the bellkeeper, you know, <laughs> Briscoe's the, the ring announcer. Like the stack is so, uh, so stacked against Austin. Yeah. But you, so what you're asking yourself as the viewer is, bro, even from a booking perspective, how are they going to get out of this? Correct. Yeah. How are they possibly going to get out of this? That's the question, bro, that you want fans to ask. Mm-hmm. How are they going to get out of this? Bro, when is the last time we've asked that question on any of these shows? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, a lot of people were asking, you know, how is the bloodline going to culminate with the payoff there? But there, re- there really wasn't a top payoff. of the third, top of the top, third, top of the third. Now, that's the payoff. <laughs> it, 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 we're, like, I, like I said, if you know, if I'm doing the math, we're at the top of the third three years in. So that means mathematically we got six years to go. So <laughs> this is going to be a long. Yeah, that's why, like, that's why with Heyman, like you know, not for any, not for anything, bro. Like, I, I, Heyman's a New York guy too. You know, I like to think I've got that New York sense. That's why you don't say things like that. <laughs> you don't say, bro, we're only in the top of the third because two weeks later, the, the, the bottom has fell out from <laughs> us. Fell out. That's why you don't say things like that, bro, yeah. because now Vince Russo's going to sit here and say, wait a minute, bro. You said we're in the bottom of the third game and it's game over. Yeah. You know, you know, Heyman though. Heyman's just a, a walking gimmick, man. So he's all yeah. about cutting the promo, hyping the crowd, hyping the, you know, the, 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 the media, hyping everybody to make it seem, you know, he, he's like a, he, he has a, he has a way of making things bigger, you know, even if it's, bro, they're, they're characters, bro. You, you yeah. take people like, like, or you could lump them all together. You could take a Cornette. You could take a Bischoff. You could take a Heyman. Bro, they don't know who they are. Mm. They, 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 they've been playing characters for so long that they, they don't know who they are. Mm. I, I mean, and it's, it's just an unbelievable thing to watch because, my, yeah, bro, I, I don't know what it is about me, but when, when I left TNA 10 years ago, mm-hmm. Bro, the Vince Russo character was done. 
Mm. Like it's the, I'm not on TV anymore. I'm not a director of authority. I'm not getting in a steel cage with Booker T. Mm. When I left, the character is dead. It's like, bro, it's Sylvester Stallone, you know, when Rocky came out, mm. he didn't go on his entire life being freaking Rocky. <laughs> when Rocky's over, he's Sylvester Stallone. But with these guys in the business, bro, some of the stuff I read on an everyday basis, I'm like, Bro, are you guys like ever going to drop the character and drop the gimmick and just freaking be real, man? It, it, it has shaped their identity, man. You know, it had definitely 1000%, 1000%, so bro. Indeed. Awesome sauce, $5 super chat, bro. Vince, were you disappointed that WWE had a list of yes. the best abs in wrestling history and left you off hashtag shoot fighter physique? Yes, that was an absolute shame. Absolute mm. shame. Absolute, bro. Yeah, very, very unfortunate, man. Uh, we get to Cody Rhodes. So Vince, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> bro, here's another, here's another huge error. This is another huge error. So, so Dirty Dom goes out there with R.D. McDonough. Mm-hmm. They proceed to allow Cody Rhodes to kick their backsides. Yes. Where are Finn Balor and Damian Priest? Correct. Yeah, <laughs> like, correct. That's, what, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yes. That's, yes. This is what I mean. The, the, this is a family. This is a united family. All for one. We run this place. We run this show. They're out there getting their butts kicked and the other two are no place, nowhere to be found. And why would I want to recruit you if you couldn't even beat Cody Rhodes with Dominic? Like what, how is that recruit worthy to me? That's a great point. That is a, that's a great point. I wouldn't want to recruit you if you can't even beat Cody Rhodes with Dominic. So yet alone yourself, you, you don't bring any value to the, to the group. Uh, we have backstage Drew McIntyre and Jay Uso. Uh, Jay challenges Drew to a match next week. So we're getting, we're getting Jay and Drew next week, Vince. What is this leading to? I have no idea. I don't know, man. This is interesting. Um, that Shayna Baszler defeating Chelsea Green. Piper Niven attacks Baszler post-match, and then Zoe Stark makes a save. So here's my thing with this, Vince. <laughs> I, I, I told you. I told you during the Ronda Rousey angle that the end of this is going to be just like every other time. It's she has a charisma. Shayna Baszler, she's a machine. All right. But she has zero charisma and this isn't going to lead to some mega push. She, she tried a singles run and it ended up being with Nia Jax. Then she ended up teaming with Natalia. Then she ended up teaming with Ronda Rousey. Then she ended up, you know, teaming, uh, uh, with Sonya Deville once it like, she, she's now, and now with Zoe Stark, she just keeps going into teams. And you know what the question is then, Chris, because everything you just said is absolutely right. So here's my question. Why is she on the roster? Because bro, you, you, you've got, you've got to have both sides of this business. Mm-hmm. You, you, you got to be convincing in the ring and you got to have the gift of Gab. You've got to have that character. It, it's a balance. Of sure. both. And if you lack, if you lack one, bro, you ain't, you ain't getting over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you could be the greatest performer in the world. I mean, I, I hate to, 
I, I mean, come on, bro. We could bring up the, the Dean Malenko's and the, the Chris Benoit's and the Petey Williams's. We could bring up the greatest workers in the world, mm-hmm. but because they lacked that other side, they were limited. Yeah. That's what you have in Shayna Baszler. And, and look what they just, look at the amount of time they, re, they wasted, Chris. It's twofold. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler is going to beat Ronda Rousey, so she's going to get that rub. Yeah. And in the meantime, we're going to we're going to give uh, Zoe Starks the Trish Stratus rub. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro, we spent months and months mm-hmm. and months doing that. Neither they came to the conclusion neither is going to get over. Yep. So let's just throw them together. Yep. So yep. here's what that means, bro. This is what that means. That means that. They no longer care about these two individuals. We're just mm-hmm. going to throw them together. But somehow, some way, Chris, the people watching at home are supposed to care. Right. Exactly. Like, and they, and they look at the, they look at the uh, crowd reactions every week when, at least they should, when Shayna Baszler comes out and wrestles, nothing, no one cares. Nothing, man. bro. Nothing. Like nothing, any nothing. reaction is better than no reaction. She doesn't get any reaction, man. It's like dead as flies. Like it's just ridiculous as far as just that. And then I don't understand Vince how like they see that every week and they're like, yeah, she's going to get over with the fans. Chris, we, we, you and I are going to get back to legitimate sports because we always go back to legitimate sports. Okay. In, in baseball, bro, you got a triple A player with a lot of promise. Mm-hmm. They bring the player up once player doesn't perform. They send the player back down, bring the player up a second time. The player doesn't perform. Yeah. Bro, they don't waste a lot of time before sure. they cut bait. Sure. They, sure. You, 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 you brought them up to the big league. Yep. They didn't perform in the big league. Bro, you cut bait and move on. You're not, you're not going to put them in the starting lineup. Absolutely. It, yeah. That's the equivalent of, of, of putting Shayna Baszler in the starting lineup, you know, every week on Raw. Yeah. Bro, if, if you don't know by now she's not going to get over, mm-hmm. why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting my time? Yeah. Go on to the next person. I wonder if it's, you know, cause she's an NXT gal. I wonder if it's Triple H just really vouching for her and just like hoping that she can be utilized in some way that sticks. Um, that, that's my best guess to that, but I still don't see how they continue to try. Like they get, they gave her video packages. They, they're, they're, they're trying their best to really make her. A, a machine and over, but it just didn't work. Man. And I say this all the time, Chris, because, you know, to me, I always look at it this way. You know, you and I, bro, we are Christian guys. And I do believe that everything is out of our hands. So the the way I look at it is I really look at it this way. If Shayna Baszler was supposed to get over and be a mega star in the WWE, that's what would have happened. Mm-hmm. If she wasn't, if that wasn't the plan, bro, then it was never going to happen. And that's okay, yeah. bro. Yeah. I am sure that Shayna Baszler, bro, has an amazing skill set, 
whether she opens her own dojo, whether she trains them, whatever it is that she does, I'm Mm -hmm. sure she's got an amazing skill set. But maybe this just wasn't supposed to happen. That's that's how I look at it, bro. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Uh, we get, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura cutting a video package. Uh, this Lee, uh, after that, we get Seth Rollins coming out, cutting an ring promo, calls out Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, time for Joey, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. It's been a while, but come on, Joey. Come out. Come out. Come out, Joey. Come out, Joey. Okay. This is what I mean about this stuff. Bro, I don't know if they've come to the conclusion that whoever is watching this show is not paying attention so they can say anything and it's just going to get by. They don't know Vince Russo actually is listening to this show. (laughs) I, Chris, how many times have you, how many times have you said this? Okay. When, bro, I'm sure, um, in your, in your practice, uh, you know, people come in. And, you know, they have a conversation with you because, listen, man, using you as a psychologist, this is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I trust this dude with my life. I want, I'm want i going to yeah. come in and I'm going to have a conversation with Chris to see if this is a match. Mm-hmm. How Have you ever told? Any of these people coming in to see if they want to, if they want to lay on your couch? <laughs> have you ever said, have you ever said, listen, Listen, Mrs. Smith, I'm going to be honest with you. I am a liar. <laughs> I am a cheater. I am a manipulator. But I'm also a father. <laughs> have, have you ever said that to, bro, what, the, what, what is that? <laughs> what does your kid think? My, what would my kids think if I said, listen, man, I want everybody to know. <laughs> I am a liar. Bischoff's right. I'm a pathological liar, bro. I'm a manipulator. I'm a cheater. But I am a father. I am a father. <laughs> what would my kids think about that statement? Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. And to answer your question, no, I've never told any of my clients that. Who's coming up with this stuff, bro? So, do you think that Seth Rollins, you know, because there's some there's some people who have a little bit more leeway this when it Seth comes Rollins to Seth Rollins coming up with this, okay, yeah, which yeah. I don't get. I don't, yeah. bro. I don't want my kids. If I'm a liar, cheater, and manipulator, mm-hmm. I don't want my kids knowing that. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I'm not going to announce that to the world. That's not. Bro. That's not a really good example. For uh, your kids, I just. I don't. I don't understand. And then again, Nakamura, yes. he got the heel, still not wanting the title shot, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's just. But- we did, we did get a ricochet Nakamura match out of this. Uh, another week. one. Another one. Yes. Uh, uh, yet yet uh, another a ricochet Nakamura match as if any other time, um, wasn't sufficient enough. Uh, this one is going to be yet another match, uh, in their saga of matches, ladies and gentlemen. So ricochet, <clears throat> ricochet's row now in raw is to be. A pawn in the feud of Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. All that uh, Logan Paul stuff, bro. Yeah, we've talked about it I, for weeks. Didn't I say that? Didn't, didn't, I, didn't what, say what, that? what is the point? I I said that. I said I don't see anything after it. I don't see anything 
after the Logan Paul feud. That's why I predicted Logan Paul to win because I said I don't see anything for Ricochet after the feud. And that's precisely what we're getting, man. Nothing. It's yep. been nothing. it's been a month, over a month now, and nothing's happened after that feud. Uh, we have uh, backstage Finn Balor talking to Jay Uso, trying to recruit him. Uh, then we get to Alpha Academy to Tommaso Ciampa defeating Imperium. Vince, your thoughts on this? Well, of course. I mean, they got <laughs> Gable gets his win back in yeah. a six man, bro. Yeah. Like, of yeah. course, you know. Yeah. Just I, yeah, I think that was predictable. Yeah. The match was good. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it was predictable. They're setting up. What are your thoughts on, uh, Gable continuing to be in the Intercontinental Championship field and, and they're not going away from him after the, the, the big match last week? I, I don't know. Are they going to go away from it? No, it doesn't seem like they are. It seems like they're continuing this, this, this match. It looks like they're going to probably have another match, probably at the pay-per-view coming up. Bro, listen, un, un, uh, again, unless you put the belt on him, and I, mm-hmm. I would never do that against Gunther. I wouldn't. Yeah. Unless you're going to do that, what is the point? I like I like Chad Gable, um, but to me it's just, mm, I, why continue this feud if the payoff is Gunther winning again. That's what I'm saying. That's you know, what I'm, that's and, what I'm it's, saying. and it's like the other option would be Chad Gable winning. And again, I really like Gable, but it's like you're breaking a streak. To me, someone who has gets that rub from breaking the streak after Gunther has to be kind of like going to the main event route. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. I, I don't of course. see of course. Gable being a main eventer because, you know, Back in the day, the Intercontinental Championship used to be a stepping stone to the main event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rude, Warrior, you know, uh, there was Savage. There were so many people who were Intercontinental Champions who became main eventers. I mean, Rude never won the world title, but he was still the main eventer. And it's still like that, that has lost its, you know, uh, uh, role, you know, for, for, for years now. And to me, I just don't see. Chad Gable going to the next level after beating Gunther. So I wouldn't have him being Gunther because. Yeah, right. Exactly. See, Chris, this is what the business used to be about. Here's what it used to be about. And you know this. Okay. Who puts butts in seats? Correct. Am I going to buy a ticket to see Hulk Hogan? Am I going to buy a ticket to see Roman Reigns? Am I going to buy a ticket to see Randy Savage? Okay, bro, am I going to buy a ticket to see uh, Chad Gable? No, I'm not. No. And what what goes along with who puts butts in seats also, bro, is this. Who's going to put people in front of the TV? Sure. This is sure. why the numbers are down, bro. Forget about me paying money, leaving my house to go see these people. Yeah. First of all, bro, I got to want to be able to see them free on television. Mm-hmm. I don't even mm-hmm. want to see them free on television. That was the litmus test, bro. Can they sell tickets? That's the equivalent of can they put people in front of TVs? Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it was, you, you knew who those people were. Mm-hmm. It, it was obvious who those people were. Yeah. But when you, when you look at this show as a whole, that's, that's the question I'm asking. 
when I'm watching this show, I am asking myself this question. Who on this show am I paying money to go see? Yeah. And I think Gunther's done a fantastic I job. I think so too. Yeah, being a heel. It's just that, in your opinion, Vince, out of anybody that's on the roster right now, who do you think would be uh, on the Raw roster? Who do you think could get that rub by defeating Gunther? I don't know, bro. Un- un- unless you really want to get Jay over as a that's single who I was wrestler. thinking. Yeah, that's who I was thinking, Jay. Yeah, you know, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, I-, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really be opposed to that. Actually, I mean, I, I think that's. Um, if you do Jay versus Gunther in the main event, you know, uh, that would, that would, uh, be pretty, pretty cool. I, I wouldn't mind Jay dethroning. I think if there's anyone on the raw roster right now that would make sense dethroning Gunther, I think Jay Uso would be the guy. Um, yeah. I, I've talked about Cody Gunther before. I think that that has a main event feel to it, but yeah, I mean, that would be my choice out of yeah. anybody. Would be I got to tell you, though, bro, I saw it again in the in the opening scene. He doesn't look comfortable out there by himself. Yeah, yeah, he he, he doesn't. I, you know, I'll, I'll give, you know, I'll give him time. I, yeah, no, is, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. But he just, week. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think the hill, I, I, he got really, because he, he was, he, he, was like this before, like early on in the bloodline story when it was just him and Roman. Yeah. Like he, he was breaking off as a, as a single star and he had that same type of feel to him. And then he got, he ended up getting really, really good acting wise. Yeah. Throughout the time. This yeah. is a, this is uncharted waters for him. You know, I mean, as, as well, uncharted waters for him. And so I think, you know, two weeks in, this is raw. He's really by himself. He, he's not with Roman. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm willing to see where this goes as far as him. I, I just don't, you know, having him lose so early in his, in, in his, you know, uh, quest to, to raw, I think that could have been booked differently. I think that could have been yeah. booked better. So we'll see where this goes. Brody, did, I, I know you were getting a lot of new equipment and stuff. Did you get a new camera? No, same camera. Oh, really? Because, I mean, your camera tonight, I don't know what you did, bro, but it looks phenomenal. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really does. It really looks good. Made, made some, uh, little, little bit of adjustments. Really good, bro. Really. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we have, uh, Tiffany Stratton and Becky Lynch, uh, cutting a promo with Adam Pierce, Vince. Uh, are you excited about this NXT match? Bro, I don't know what would, nothing against these two women. I don't know what ever would get me to watch. <laughs> Bro, I don't, I don't know what they would have to do to get me to ever put that show on. Yeah, I, I've been, I, I really liked the yellow and gold era when it had, you know, Finn and Shinsuke and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and, 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 uh, Neville. Um, I, I really liked it that Baron Corbin, that was Joe, Finn. It was it was a really really good era at that time. I mean, I haven't really I haven't followed NXT in a while, man. Yeah. And 
Yeah. But I mean, let, 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 let's be honest, Chris. Part of that is probably because there's too much out there. Yeah, there's too much out there. To me, the reason why I stopped watching NXT, man, is because it feels developmental again. Like it just, it, like there's not, yeah, they throw, uh, WWE, like main roster stars over there, like to, to kind of beef up the product a little bit. But beforehand, when they had, I mean, add, Undisputed Era, uh, Drew McIntyre was there, uh, Andrade, <clears throat> like it was, it felt like a legitimate brand at that time. Yeah. And now it just feel, it feels developmental to me. And I just, to me, it's like, to your point, is it, is it the, is it the le- I'm trying to understand why. Is it the level of performer? It just, no one just feels like it, it felt like a standalone brand before. Now it just feels like a developmental brand. Like, like people, like the talent, the, the crop of talent feels, um, like it's a, it's a developmental show. You know what I mean? Not, not, no shade to the crop of talent. You know what I mean? But it, there's just the, the, the appeal to it doesn't feel like, like a, like a, star studded you yeah. know must see television yeah. it just it feels like a developmental like if you're a hardcore fan you know i can understand why you watch nxt because people people um they they pray a lot of people praise nxt you know what i mean and I, I, you know and no shade to nxt to me it's like you're not giving me something that's going to want to make me come back for one yeah. or for two you know there's there's so much to your point there's so much other stuff out there that i have to watch for this for this job yeah and i'm like you know nxt uh you know we we don't talk about nxt on any of my shows that i do uh a week to for me to have to watch it you know what i mean so that's where i'm at with that um we have uh rhea ripley defeating raquel rodriguez in the main events uh you know i want to ask you a question sure I want to see if you could answer this. I've never, ever been able to answer this. Why would a female wear fake eyelashes to a fight? <laughs> why uh, do look all, pretty doing it. Bro, why do all these women wear fake eyelashes when they're wrestling? And, bro, another thing with this match is, listen – I, I like both of these women. Bro, they got to stop with over the top funny faces. Yeah. Like, you, 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 that, that is so amateurish. And here's why I say amateurish. Like when Ripley, when, when Raquel kicks out and, you know, she's, bro, does, does that happen in MMA? Does, does that happen in professional boxing? Does that happen in, in bar fights? Don't don't do stuff, bro, that doesn't happen in real life because that's just a major, major, major disconnect. Now, didn't Vince uh, really hone in or, or to, to Kevin Dunn to have the wrestlers make those expressions for the sake of television production? Like, wasn't no, that no. a thing? The, the, the idea was, bro, get those close-up shots yeah. to catch the emotion. Mm-hmm. Emotion is not making funny faces. Mm-hmm. Emotion is reacting in the moment like yeah. you really would 
react. Surprise if there's a kick out. Like, exactly. Stuff like, like, yeah, I, I mean, it, bro, it's, it, th- th- that is such a disconnect for me because mm-hmm. you, ju- you don't see that anywhere, but in wrestling, bro. Who, who do you think is a, as a good example of someone who, who makes good, good expressions during the matches? Like now? Yeah. I mean, bro, when, when, if we, if I can get away from now, you know, like I said, bro, watching the attitude era, I'm watching a lot of Austin. Mm. And I mean, there are a billion close ups yeah. of Steve Austin and nothing seemed disingenuous. It seemed yeah. like in that moment, sure. that would be his, 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 reaction and his emotion what do you think of uh roman reigns what do you think of his expressions during matches i i think once in a while it's a little bit over the top Mm -hmm. but like once in a while Mm -hmm. it's 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 more good than not yeah i agree i think yeah yeah with 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 a lot of these other performers bro it's it's all the time it's just all the time yeah yeah um so let's talk about nia Jax before we before we close up and Anybody who have some, we got a little bit of time for Q and A. So if anybody wants to, uh, uh, get your question on the screen, go ahead and super chat something and we'll uh, answer a few questions before we go. <clears throat> so Nia Jax returns, uh, attacks Raquel and don't, doesn't attack her enough because she gets back into the ring. And so <clears throat> Rhea Ripley, so she plays the heel. She gets booed. Rhea Ripley, who's a heel, capitalized on that as a heel should do. So that's what she does. Gets her in her finish. And so she wins. But Nia comes in and out heals someone who you're wanting to be a major heel. And then Bunzai drops her, does some paintbrush like shoot slaps, which you can tell she was pretty upset about. And she gets the heat. So where, in your opinion, do you think that this was all over the place or do you think this was booked properly? Oh, I don't think this was booked properly at all, bro. Because like, bro, unless unbeknownst to us, they're turning Rhea Ripley baby Baby face face in a totally heel uh, faction. Right. Which we're, we're not seeing that at all. She's, yeah, exactly. she's mommy. She yeah. runs the place. Like there's been, we've not seen that at all. Yeah. Bro, if anything, if anything, I would have done the complete opposite, bro. Have Nia Jack screw Rhea Ripley. Have a rack, a Ra- Rachel Rodriguez go over and then bro, you could have Pierce reverse the decision. The next week, because the referee was laid out, the referee didn't see this. You could reverse the decision, put the bell back on 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 Ripley. Uh, uh, Rodriguez has a beef, and Nia Jax is a baby face, and Rhea Ripley is a heel. Mm. But mm. but to to do it this way, and you know, Nia Jax was one thousand percent acting like a heel at the end, absolutely with the payment and, and the kissing to the yeah. crowd. And bro, I think that was you. You said this, Chris. I don't think, I don't think that's what she was supposed to do. Yeah, it seemed like it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and I think she's probably going to get heat for that in the back because yeah. she was one hundred percent a baby, a, 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 heel, a heel in everything she did. 
Yeah, and that didn't make sense to me. Like, yeah. like Rhea Ripley is supposed to be the biggest heel, female heel on the roster, and you just had someone come in and out heal her. That yeah. that doesn't make sense. And the thing is, like, she's getting chance. Like, she was getting mommy chance for a long time, and they've actually had her rub shoulders so much with Dominic that she is getting heat now. Because at the end of the day, she's supposed to get heat because the more heat she gets, the stronger the baby face is going to be who beats her. That, I mean, that's what wrestling is all about. Like, ba- to me, for the life of me, I don't understand if someone is supposed to be a heel why you're eliciting cheers. I don't understand that because bro, that's you selfish. Are, yeah, another, another thing you could have done basically was, bro, you could have had Nia Jack screw uh, uh, Ra- uh, Rachel Rodriguez because nobody's going to take that belt off Rhea Ripley but me. Mm-hmm. The following week, N- Nia Jax goes out there as a babyface calling out Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. and who comes out? Raquel. Raquel yeah. comes mm-hmm. out and says, yeah. forget, forget mommy. Yeah. You screwed me. Yeah. You know, yeah. now, now you got a little program there. Now you can build Rodriguez a little bit more. Uh, Rhea Ripley slides out the back door, but Correct. here's the problem, Chris. This is why they did it. And you and I have been talking about this for weeks. They don't have an opponent for Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have an opponent for her, bro. And I remember talking, saying, saying this about a week or two ago. We were talking about Nia Jax, and I said I wouldn't mind her uh, being a roadblock between um, Rhea, uh, Raquel and Rhea Ripley setting up for Mania. I said that, right? And uh, that's what I thought they were going to do. I was like, oh, okay. Well, this would be interesting because I think at the end of the day, if you cost Raquel. Rodriguez, the, 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 uh, match that can set up a feud between Raquel and Nia Jax. I think it was too early, but I do think it was going to happen. To your point, I think that sets up perfectly because next week you had Nia Jax coming out as heel. She's getting booed and people are wondering why you attack Raquel. Her thing is. I want to step in the front of the line. Yeah. And that can, she's going to get booed. And then instead of Rhea Ripley coming out, you have Raquel Rodriguez coming out. So that gives Rhea Ripley an exit route. Yep. And you set up Raquel and Nia Jax as a feud because of that. And so there you go. But why in the world you, you already had it. You, You already had it like set up. Why would you have Nia Jax beat up the heel and now you're going to have someone who's getting booed in Nia Jax and someone who's getting booed in uh, uh, Rhea Ripley? It seems like she went off script there, man. Yeah, it, it really does. does it it, it like really that. does, bro, especially as she's doing this yeah. for the crowd at the end. And I'm like, bro, this is – I'm serious, bro. Like my number one thought coming out of this show was, bro, this is this is like – all over the place. Yeah, there's, man. there's no rhyme or reason for anything, bro. Yeah, indeed. Well, uh, if we don't have any uh, questions, man, we're gonna we're gonna uh, get on up uh, out of here, man. Um, what's 
where can they find you on the socials, Vince Russo? At the Vince Russo. And guys, you can see that Attitude Era review show. I do a show every two weeks and you'll see continuity, bro. I, I explain everything to you. I explain why the show was formatted the way it was and how the pieces fit together. You'll, you'll hear it from me and you can get that show with many others at Russo'sBrand.com. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen. This guy right here is Vince Russo. Uh, I, uh, let me see if we got, uh, we got some more super chats. Here we go. John Gonzalez, 499. Uh, to the both of you guys, what do you think will change with WWE now that Endeavor is taking charge next week, if anything at all? That's a good question. You know, John, I got to tell you, man, I think I'm telling you guys, you, you got to believe me on this. Monday night football is going to be the wild card hmm. because I really believe, bro, the WWE, I, I believe we're going to go down to 1.3, 1.2 territory. Hmm. I really, really believe that. And now if there's a new company taking over, hmm. they're going to, they're going to know how much the WWE makes, but they're going to be asking the question, why do our television ratings continue to go down? They're going to ask that question. Mm. And, uh, I, I feel bro, like bro, like I said, with football, we're going to see tomorrow. You're, you're going to get a good, a uh, measuring stick tomorrow. And bro, the, something's got to be done, man. Yeah. Something's got to be done. There's not a really riveting storyline going on right now like they had the bloodline leading into mania you know on both shows mainly on smackdown but at least they did have something on raw but since uh i mean they even had the bloodline mostly on smackdown still leading into summerslam but after summerslam man it's been a very dull you know type of feel going on with raw there's not nothing big going on you know i mean there's not a big chase there's not a World title chase. What we have on Raw right now is the Judgment Day running roughshod, which really doesn't matter in the end. And the title feud is between Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. But is Judgment Day running, running, you know, rampant? Yeah, yeah, roughshod, bro. Based on what we saw McDonough and Dominic do today, we saw one guy beat two guys two up. Exactly. They're running roughshod, bro. <laughs> Exactly. Like really? Wow, that's a that's a new way to run roughshod. <laughs> right, that's reverse running roughshod. Yeah, right? man. So, yes, indeed. Uh, this guy right here is Vince Russo. I'm Doctor Chris. This is the Legion of Raw. Have a good night, everybody. Solo.